Okay, uh, on, on a more lighthearted note, uh, Orange is New Black, I guess they dropped it last night. It was supposed to premiere today, but they dropped it last night. Yeah, I got some notification, even though I don't watch the show. <laughs> that, like, go now. It's, it's, it happens early. Orange is the New Black, available Netflix. I can't believe you don't watch this show. I watched the entire first season, and I just had no desire to go any further. What do you mean he, you can't believe he doesn't watch the show? The show is lackluster. It's a great show. It's an average show. I think it's a great show. I love it. I mean, nothing happened, though. Like, the first season, nothing happened. I waited, like, 10 or 12 episodes, and um, nothing ever happened. Nothing? The finale with Piper pummeling that was Pencil it. Tucky? It was big. That should happen in prison every day. If, I, you're, if you're in a character building with no plot whatsoever, this is the show for you. Like, plot? They're in prison. She's in prison. She's an uppity white girl in prison. I'm all about a show that takes some time to build, but this one, they never. there was no payoff. I never got a payoff, so when season two came out, I had no desire to watch it. And then the chick from that 70s show appears, and yeah. who's in love with her this time? Alex, and I heard season three is like a love triangle between Alex Piper and some new Aussie girl who likes it down under. Good on you, mate. So uh, I interviewed Taryn Manning this morning. That's the good news. You know, she plays Pencil Tucky. Uh, she played uh, Rabbit's, B. Rabbit's ex-girlfriend in 8 Mile. So she survived the Piper beatdown in season one. Spoiler the alert. The epic beatdown. It was a uh, cliffhanger. Spoiler alert. She's in season <laughs> three. Uh, the good news is I chatted with Taryn Manning. The bad news is the radio tour that she was on, I don't think they had anybody listening to it. So the, the connection's just horrible. It is bad. It sounds like she's speaking on a speakerphone. She probably is. Oh, She is because there's probably people in the room monitoring what people are asking her. I was so glad that you weren't in the room with me when I recorded this interview because if you were, you would have been throwing things. And that would have thrown you off, and I apologize. No, it's okay. <laughs> I, I probably should have ended the interview because it's almost unairable. In fact, I'm only going to play you a portion of the interview. If we were a Top 40 station right now, we would have edited this up to make it look like she hung up on Drew two minutes in, and we yeah. would have created this whole fake controversy. Right, because I, I did kind of, I don't think I got under her skin, but I think I irritated her by saying you've worked with such great actresses like Britney Spears because <laughs> she was in that Crossroads movie with Britney Spears. And I don't think she cared for that very much because she said, well, I have worked with Philip Seymour Hoffman and blah, 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 blah. Oh, jeez. And I said, did you kill him? What, yeah, what else is she in? She's been in a bunch of stuff that I've never seen. Hustle and Flow. Oh, yeah, she was in Hustle oh, and Flow. who could forget that pivotal role? Any, uh, any white trash yeah, role she's, ever, she's been in it. We did talk extensively about Sons of Anarchy and Katie Seagal. Uh, as well as Charlie Hunnam, and does he talk like Jax when they cut, or does he talk like Charlie when they cut? You can hear all of that at theboneonline.com when Caleb puts the interview up. I will play for you the part where I talk about what everybody cares about, working with Marshall Mathers on uh, 8 Mile, because that's interesting. And she is related to Eli and Peyton Manning, right? Her dad was a cousin of theirs, uh, but her dad committed suicide when she was like, I think, six years old or something like that. They're still family. Yeah, but I mean... It doesn't end there. I know, but I didn't... Uh, I didn't, I didn't bring that up. You don't want to bring up a parent suicide. Omaha, Omaha. Exactly. So uh, here's Taryn Manning uh, talking a little bit, as much as we can tolerate, about uh, working with Eminem on 8 Mile. Right. Sure. We're speaking with Taryn Manning. The uh, She plays Pencil Tucky on Orange is New Black Season 3, now available on Netflix. Uh, what was it like being in 8 Mile with Marshall Mathers? You know, he was new to acting at the time, but he was already an established rap persona. You played his ex-girlfriend. Uh, when you were on that film, uh, tell me about him. Tell me about his acting ability. and What was, what was he like away from everything? Um, that was a really, really incredible experience. Um, I remember when I first got to set, you know, I... I, I now, if you're on that radio tour, don't you go... Like, the first radio station you do, don't you go, hey, listen, we're real sorry about the audio quality. We're going to see what we can do about that. They don't care at all. No. I guess not. They figure you're just so lucky to be able to speak to her, but what's the point if you can't hear anything? Boxed 
and I walked down the set. I was like, yeah, there he is. I could, like, see him in the distance. And, you know, I just beelined right up, like, no, I got the part. And then his, his bodyguard stood up, like, yo, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then right there, I was like, that is a powerful man. That, you know, I was. And then, you know, the skis part, and, he, and, I, and I met him, and it was like, oh. oh yeah, sorry, but um, he's amazing. He's actually a really, really good oh, yeah. actor. Really I mean, I was always hoping he would do more work. Yeah, me too. I really um, and then um, I ended up having a song on the 8 Mile soundtrack. Oh, well, that's so what that was it called? Was it your electro band, electro kitty, yeah. or other kind of And then, you know, one of my, my best friends uh -huh. in that film is no longer with us. Oh, R.I.P. Ricky Murphy. I'm so sorry to hear about your friend. Big time in my life. Yeah. Crazy, kind of bittersweet, yeah. all of that, all wrapped in one. Uh -huh. I wouldn't change it for the world except for one part of it celebrating back. But oh, that yeah, so it's really cool. It's oh, really, good, really good. special. Uh, that sounds Fantastic. really good. Thank well, you so much for your time. Were you giving her courtesy laughs? Because I couldn't understand what she was saying at one point. I could understand it somewhat, but uh, I just I was so furious inside. My internal monologue was just hold it together, hold it together. That's the worst, man. Remember when we had Dan Aykroyd on and his phone connection? Like, it's the feeling. It just, it just rips your soul out. When you work on an interview and you finally book it and you get him on the phone and it's garbage. That was the worst connection of any interview oh, I've ever man. been a part of. But the difference was that was live. You had to come in oh. at 10.30 in the oh. morning to get that interview that we're never going to play. Can I tell you what happened immediately before this interview, please? Yes. Okay. This, this day has been a, a crap Sunday. Oh, no. <laughs> a third sandwich, if you will. I will. So, uh, my son's out of school for the summer, and uh, that, for him and other kids, means a lot of Xbox. He plays, as we know, Call of Duty, okay? And he plays it on Xbox Live with his buddies. Well, he rages. He, he gets very frustrated when somebody, like, snipes him or frags him or does whatever, and he's got this little thing next to his Xbox Live where he slams his fist down on it when he gets mad. A little rage pad? A rage pad. And I can hear it from downstairs when I'm working on the show or watching TV or whatever, so I usually yell up, Stop raging. And then, uh, sorry, Dad. But then he goes right back to raging. So today he comes down in tears and he said, Dad, my Xbox is broken. And I said, well, what happened? He said, well, I, I raged like you tell me not to. And the disc fell out of the disc holder and, and is buried in the Xbox. Now, he tells me this at about, I got to be here for the interview at 1040. I live about a half hour away. He tells me this at about 952. So I, I got to put out a fire there. I try and fix it myself, which, as you guys know, I'm not very technically proficient. Just give it a couple of bangs and say you couldn't do anything? A couple of bangs, a couple of shakes, try to open it up, and it doesn't work. Did it ever cross your mind that this is an elaborate plan to lobby for the Xbox One because his birthday mm. is right around the corner? No, because he uh, he knows he's... He, I mean, I hope he's not listening right now, but he knows he's getting the Xbox One. Oh, okay. One. I mean, it's like the only thing he asked for, so he knows he's getting the Xbox One. So I know it wasn't intentional. But I'm like, I'm furious inside because I've told him this a million times. And I'm trying not to be the dad that says, I told you so. But I still have to say, this is why I tell you not to bang on it. So, of course, he starts crying harder. And he starts bad-mouthing himself. He's like, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I'm like, no, you're not an idiot. Stop it. We all do dumb things. Then you spike the Xbox like a football in the kitchen floor to, to teach a lesson. Not really. So uh, I, was, I was just furious, but I'm trying to hold it together. I take it to work with me. Our engineering staff freaking open the thing up and pop that disc out in no time flat. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a hero when I come home. Well, you know why? Because they're real men. Unlike you and I, <laughs> they have skills. They do have skills. <laughs>
He's like, they won't be able to fix it. Well, they were going to have an Xbox. I said, no, my, my guys at work, my dudes, Dylan and Mike, they are going to open this up and they will fix it. And sure enough, within two seconds, Mike had it done after the Taren, after the horrible Taryn Manning interview. <laughs> I walked in there and said, hey, Mike, can you fix this for me, please? I got the house boxes all turned over uh, and he said, Taryn Manning. Uh, so then uh, he opens it up, and I, I sent a picture of myself, like, with the disc and the thing open to my son. Like you're the hero? Like, like ah, look at me. Look what Daddy did for you. And he said, thank those guys in engineering for me. Maybe they can fix the light on this microphone. It's no, 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 no. Yeah, they got better things to do, dude. Like, th this, no. this is broken right now. It doesn't, doesn't matter. work. doesn't matter, dude. The doesn't, mic is broken. No, they got the Xbox fixed, man. Let's let's only bother them with one thing a day. Is he Jones in because he won't have the Xbox for the next five hours? Uh, no, no. He'll be hanging out at his friend Tristan's house, who does have an Xbox. So of course. His, his Xbox needs are met right now. Let's not all worry about that. Hello. Are you still listening? Good. It's the Drew Garabo live hidden track of the day. Enjoy. 97X Tampa Bay's Alternative Rock Morning X with Drew and Seth welcoming to the studio Mr. Burt Kreischer. My first time having the pleasure of meeting a fraternity brother Wait, of you're mine. you ATO? ATO at UCF, sir. Shut up. Virtue, trust, and love. Oh, uh -huh, that's yeah, right. That's great. <laughs> I love and respect you. Thank you. I love and respect you as well. I love and respect all my you brothers. Never, I never, one of, yeah. my, um, one of my bosses at Travel Channel came up to me and he goes, uh, he did the, there's, I can't say it on air, but you, there's a password you say, mm -hmm. but it's a little gay. Yeah. Like, a whole like it was lot written gay. in the 1870s. Right. So like their level of how to meet a man, just come up and just whisper in his ear <laughs> something very like, was like, it's, and he did it to me and I was like, oh, I can do the first part. Can sure. I? He comes up and gets in my ear and he goes, friend. And I was like. Okay. Yes. And then he did it again, friend. Oh no! And I was like, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so then he goes, I'm an ATO, and I went, oh, I, I know what I'm supposed to say. I know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> to bind men together in a brotherhood based on eternal immutable principles of the bottom line, right, south, last, against humanity. To the no north, no south, no east, no west, but no man is man. To the true man, the world over, stand together in a brotherhood stronger than. Yes, I, I used That's to have to say pledge. that with a match burning in my hand. Yep. It's a, it was a good experience, and I think I think fraternities now are super soft. Super soft. If you get caught doing anything even remotely uh, close to hazing, you get booted off campus. I mean, here's the thing. The FAMU band beats each other with boards. Yeah. Like, that is- Killed a, a dude. dude. Killed a dude. Yep. And they showed it on TV. This is how hard we hit him with a board. And I was like, why are you hitting him with a board? He just plays tuba. <laughs> I know. All I signed up to play contrabassoon, man. Yeah, what, what the hell? Yeah, what, what kind of connection do you need to have to play tuba for the fan? Just, can he dance? Yes. Is he overweight? Yes. yes. And does he make that crazy face when he plays a tuba? Yes. <laughs> That's all we need to know. <laughs> I just showed up to play the glockenspiel, and all of a sudden I'll get beaten. If you were just a band geek, and you joined the band at FAMU, and they beat the crap out of you, <laughs> no, and you're like, thank you. I, this is why I joined the band. Get away from this. Bird is appearing at the Improv uh, all this week. Now you got shows. Uh, this will be tonight is Friday. Uh, you're you there tomorrow as well on Saturday? I'm um, Saturday Sunday. Saturday Friday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Fr Friday Saturday Sunday. Fantastic. These, are the, these and, are the wild shows. And what did you say your goal was for this weekend, Bert? I want to get in a skybox with Warren. I know Warren Sapp. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be in town this weekend for the 10th anniversary of the Super Bowl. So all the old guys are here: Warren Sapp, Keyshawn Johnson, John Lynch. I'm gonna, t I'm gonna, I want, I want to get into a skybox and watch a game. I haven't been to a Bucks game in, in, well, I guess a 
couple of years, but I started, I became an avid fan. Now that I'm on the road so much, I go, you know what? I'm rooting for the Bucks. I always put money on the Bucks. And I'm like, that's how I'm going to do it. Sure. So yeah, I'm a big fan of the Bucks hey, these days. What kind of bets are you doing, Burke? Because I just started betting on football games, small online bets. I mean, are you going like hundreds or are you going thousands? Whoa, no, a hundred. hundred, okay. 100. I actually, you know what? Most of my betting is through a group of like, like a, a pick'ems league where you pick your teams, you pick six teams, and everyone puts in a, a ton of money at the front, right. and whoever picks the most. And if you win a week, you get money. That's the one. I'm. That's what I'm really upset. I just left Vegas last week, nice. so I lost a lot of money Ooh. on uh, on on all the games last week. <laughs> but wait, hold on. So here's what's crazy. So so we come in and and I recognized your Twitter handle because I've been following you on Twitter. Yeah. What was the beef you got in? I I me a yes. beef with someone that doesn't sound like me, Seth. I, it happens at least uh, six times a day, Bert. True. Let me tell you something. There's something about guys that do radio. You guys are like serial killers when it comes to Twitter. True. You have no emotion. None. You can. You don't care. People nope. hate you and no, you no, enjoy no, it. No, not me. I, he gets something in the middle of the day saying, you suck and I hate you. He loves it. I get that. I block them. I run. I cry. I tell him to get them off of me. I can't handle it I at all. I fall apart. <laughs> I get one bad tweet and I fall apart like a high school girl getting bullied. I'm like, how come nobody likes me? <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I love love that Why stuff. Do you, how does that enjoy, how do you I don't enjoy know. that? I don't know. I love pushing buttons okay. with people and the fact that I can affect someone's day to where they'll take time out four hours after I've been on the air and go, you know, I'm just going to fire off and say, you suck and your family sucks and I hope you die in a fire. That's I, I used to, when I first started Twitter, yeah. I was definitely more of an aggro like I'd, I'd get into the situation and stir the pot. Like like uh, one of my favorite things to do is, um, do you know how like like you know all you read all the hashtags and and there's always like ones about Team Breezy or oh yeah and then ones about <laughs> Justin Bieber and then one is very hood specific for sure that like either one of the Wayne's brothers or Cat Williams started for the day yes and it's like uh, V Day gifts in the hood yeah like Valentine's Day gifts in the hood yeah and then you read it and it ultimately is a laundry list of the most racist things you could ever say about black people what black people are saying them right they're saying like like oh get her another baby you know she already got seven <laughs> get, get her a gun you know she needs a click clack up in the hood how about a baby daddy like and so and so I would read them and I was like this is not so then I thought it would be funny to jump into these trending topics sure and write ironic stuff yes like right like um like so i wrote v hashtag v-day gifts in the hood and i was like anything dungeons and dragons son <laughs> <laughs> and, and they and and then i got assaulted yeah Ass they're like what dungeons and dragons yeah we don't play dungeons and dragons in the hood yeah. get out of here white boy you don't belong in here <laughs> so then i was like how about another, how about a classy pen and they're like classy pen what are you talking about dog we don't use classy pens in the hood and then i was like and then they were like we're gonna kill you and i was like give me one more chance i was like how about a bottle of champagne but you spray it on her like a hoe and they're like like, that's more like yeah, it. Yeah, make it rain. Yeah, that's, irony doesn't go over too well in the ghetto. No, like, uh, do you remember the, the best hashtag was uh, hashtag if black people were on the Titanic? No. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> I got, I, I, I text messaged all my comedian friends. Yeah. I was like, guys, this is trending. Let's all jump in. So then we just jumped in and we were just, we were just, um, that we they probably would have lost many black people. Like no one was being racist. Right. Like, we were just acknowledging what what if? Right. Like how would that be? I I bet the band might have been better. Like you know, <laughs> and black people got so mad. They're like, you no man, you're supposed to make. And we're like, we can't. We're white. And they're right. like, no, that's not how it's done. <laughs> have you started a hashtag on there, Bird? Anything anything like that? This is actually a pretty interesting story. So I got the new Buffalo. Uh, blue cheese combos. Oh yeah, and I was like, we love combos. We They're a sponsor of ours. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we do endorsements for them. So I hashtagged um, <laughs> new flavor combos for combos, and I was like, hey guys, I love this new flavor combos for combos. 
everyone come up with your favorite flavor. So it was like whiskey and whale. Everyone oh, yeah. started coming up with really, really interesting ones. Sure. And then I get a direct message from Combos. Oh boy. And they're like, they're like, we love the support. They had like eighty seven followers and then they blew up to like five thousand. Then yeah. they were ten thousand. They were like they were like, We really appreciate this. Is there any way we can repay this? And I was like, Yes, with some combos. <laughs> I go, make it rain combos. <laughs> they sent me seven big boxes yeah. of combos. I got home. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I, my wife has a stoner uh, cousin that lives in in LA, and I was like, "Come on over, never have to buy a Christmas box. gift again." Oh, 